Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast. Today we are covering recent gaming news that took place over the last week. I am your host, Paul. I am here, as always, with my two gamers in crime. First up, he's had a hankering to jump back in the ocean, start stabbing some sharks with a spear. It's Josh. Funny story, I used to work on fishing boats, and that story is not uh, too far from the truth. <laughs> did you stab a shark with never a spear, stabbed Josh? a shark but i did we did have a shark that got caught in the net and then the it got deposited on the deck of the boat where mm-hmm. all of us were and this shark started thrashing around like you could not imagine and it was like the scariest game of hot potato you've ever seen because like <laughs> this shark would start flopping one way and then like the fishermen would just scatter but then it'd start flopping the other way and then people over there would scatter and then finally we got it overboard but yeah true oh, story <laughs> did you ever wow. free willy yeah well we <laughs> <laughs> jump free willy jump jump with all your might yeah we got that thing out of there <laughs> All right, and then joining Josh and me, he has already made a paper chain to track the number of days until Elder Scrolls Six releases. It's Ryan. Just the music, even though it was from 2018, <laughs> um, my body is so ready. Oh, I love that you just love queuing up the five-year-old announcement trailer of Elder Scrolls Six. I, I love it. It's great. We're, we're almost there, people. We're almost there. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Well, for our listeners out there, you can find us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. Make sure to hit the follow button, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and rate our show five stars. You can also support what we do through Patreon, which starts at five bucks a month. You'll get some amazing perks at all the tiers. You'll get a shout out on the show. You'll get bonus episodes, and you can go check it out at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, so obviously the biggest news of the week is that Starfield has released, although we are not going to talk about that on this episode. We released an episode on Monday, which was our review of Starfield, so if you want to hear us talk about it, uh, just go ahead and go back to the previous episode, and you can hear all our thoughts there. All right, next biggest story of the week, a little bit of a downgrade from Starfield, if if we're being honest, but I think the next most important story is that Super Mario Brothers Wonder had a direct, which showed about 20 minutes of footage, and they narrated, told us an awful lot about the upcoming game. It is scheduled for release on October 20th, so it's not far away at all. I know I'm a little bit alone. 
on pro switch island here out of the three of us i know i'm the most pro nintendo who, who who's who's the least nintendo paul if you had to pick between me and ryan that's a <laughs> i tough, think that's it's a- i think it's probably ryan really okay i mean the ryan that loves you know tears of the kingdom now that right like oh, like 98 percent of gamers you, what do you hold on hold yeah. on you're <laughs> using love really loosely there that Ryan's is not like, a word up, i would up, say wait a minute <laughs> beep 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 rewind let's go back replay the track i wouldn't say love all right i, I, I believe ryan appreciate. said i have been having some fun i believe that's right, the quote in tears of the kingdom <laughs> until my son re, uh lost all of our gameplay and i had to do all of these things again so then i was like oh this game Mm, the hunt for the master sword just keeps eluding you keeps eluding me <laughs> yeah well fair to say whenever there's a flagship mario release we got to at least talk about it so i'm a little curious to hear from you guys because i know the last time we talked about mario i said i always play all the major releases you guys both said it had been a while since you played your last mario game so i'm curious to hear but what are some of your guys takeaways after watching this direct i I will say that you guys know how I feel about like the switch and casual gaming and stuff like that. I, for me watching this video of Mario wonder, like I I saw it in the beginning and I was like, Oh cool. A new Mario. This game looks fantastic, dude. (laughs) Like I will 100% pick up Mario wonder and play this game. So maybe this is the first Mario deep dive for the show. Like, you know, Ooh. I think it should be probably it's multiplayer too, man. <laughs> Let's yeah. do you it. You know, which sounds we can do great. some races. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I, like, look, I, you know, I pick on the Switch, but the Switch has some amazing games on it. So part of that is just me doing it for fun a little bit. Some of it is just a lot of the Switch games are not my like preferred style of gaming. But Mario Wonder, man, this game looks really good, and I love that they kind of went into some of the aspects of the game now instead of just showing like a minute and a half gameplay trailer they really did kind of dig in a little bit and they talked about the multiplayer aspect and they kind of talked about the angle that they're going for and some of the cool things that you can do and what makes wonder stand out a little bit from like some of the other Mario games. So for me, this is, this is already like a must buy game for me. Oh, wow. Must buy, huh? Must buy. Well, also my wife said that if we don't get it, she'll kill me. So okay. that helps too because she loves Mario. So, so you're under duress. Yes. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I would say I really love the direction they've been taking with Mario. Like Bowser's Fury was incredibly fun. I hope we get to see more Mario content like that. I think Mario Wonder definitely is uh, like a little bit more advanced than any of the other Marios we've seen. Between all the different power-ups, all the stuff with the Wonder Flowers... I think some of this stuff looks really interesting. Some stuff not quite as much, but overall, I love the direction. Ryan, do you have any inclination to play this at this point? I will say, I, w- I, w- I want to explain myself here. I do, I have a guilty pleasure that you guys may not know about. I really enjoy watching these guys on Instagram and YouTube play those Mario Maker levels, like where they're oh, okay. just playing yeah. these just ridiculous levels, and these guys they hold the controllers weird, and and they're doing all these crazy things. It it sends my anxiety through the roof watching them play, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, 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 no, oh wait, ah, 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 the whole time, and and so 
it's a guilty pleasure. I love watching it. That's the extent of my Mario um, embrace lately. But watching these trailers, seeing this game, seeing what it entails, especially if we can play together, um, I'm kind of actually excited. So if it's something that that we can play, I can play with my family. It actually looks pretty cool. I, I do love Mario. I love old school Mario. Grew up with it. So I am thinking I may get it as well. Okay. Very, very, so. very interesting to hear that. <laughs> so a couple things here. First of all, they already had told us that you can play as a bunch of different characters. I was kind of hoping that they would all function a little bit differently, kind of like back with Mario 2 on the NES. We did learn from this video that whether you play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Toadette, Blue Toad, or Yellow Toad, they all operate exactly the same. It's just cosmetic, the difference between them all. However, you can play two beginner characters. You can either play as Nabbit or Yoshi. Basically, it means you're invulnerable to anything in the game as long as you don't fall off a ledge. So I will say I was slightly disappointed by that, but it is fun to be able to switch between the different characters. I don't know why they won't go back to the characters having unique abilities. Like, what? Mm-hmm. It's so great. It can't be that hard to program, right? Like, well, and it made part- such a nice difference to the game because then you're like, oh, oh, oh no, 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 dude, Princess Peach is my character. You know, I need that float, man. I need that float ability, Mm -hmm. you know, or something like that. So I just, I don't know why they're so like being sticklers with the whole, like, let them be slight. They weren't drastically different. Like these weren't game changing abilities, but give me some flavor. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why is maybe the fact that they did say you can challenge your friends to do races and maybe there's like world leaders and stuff. So maybe it's a matter of balancing where they don't want people to pick a character because it's the meta or something. That's the only thing I can really guess, but I I do like the fact that they have multiple characters. And then of course, what sets every Mario game apart from all the others are the power-ups. And so this game is really taking a right turn with a lot of these power-ups. The, Turning into an elephant, I still think is absolutely hysterical. And they showed a lot more info about this. So not only can you run around as a massive elephant, you can hear every step as you're running around on the level, but you can swing your trunk and actually hit projectiles in the air. So if there's like a little spiky turtle that falls off the roof right above you, you can smack it with your trunk and knock it into something else. They also mentioned that you can soak up water in your trunk and hold it. And other areas of the map, you can actually water plants, and then it might spawn like a vine that you can climb up to a hidden area. And when you start adding stuff like that with the power-ups, I think that's where the game starts to really look interesting. Yeah, I, I there's a lot I really like about this game. I, I like oddly enough, the graphics I think are like a nice step up. Yeah, like I don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing with it, but it's like they're they actually look like more three dimensional. The animations are really good. Like when you're running and you stop, like Mario kind of like waves his hands in the air, kind of you know, like he's trying to stop real. Like like it's just the little touches to me that say this this is the next gen Mario. Like, you know, they've they've used the same formula for a while, whether it's the 2D platformers or the 3D adventure ones, like those things. This is this looks like a neat step up for me. The thing that really got my attention on this is like some of the craziness that happens. Like they showed 
especially in multiplayer where like there was a herd of yaks on one level yes and like <laughs> yeah, and about, then yeah. they like randomly like and i guess this is not like an, a given thing but they like will randomly stampede and then they come just this wave of yaks off the side of the screen and then you can ride on them like all the way to the end but then they like knock over the flagpole and stuff too and then there was another one where the guy was talking about uh, they got launched into the sky riding uh, either balloons or like they were like piranha fish or something. So all of a sudden this level becomes this like vertical level where you're just going up and trying to dodge things and collect coins. And it's like, it's almost like they're turning some of the levels into mini games, which yeah, yeah, I yeah. love, dude. Give me that yeah. variety. Give me that unknown factor. Like, especially if you're playing multiplayer with friends, that's the kind of stuff that stands out to people. Yeah, there's a reason these other games that, you know, are are a lot smaller developers and stuff that are just these small mini games that take off so well. Like if they can do that, I I understand the hesitance and and how hard it is for these people, how scary it would be to mess with the core that is Mario. You know, you can't you can't do too much to alter it otherwise you're just going to get, you know, hellfire yeah. from everyone. So to to do those subtle changes and to make it more fun and make it a little bit of a change with still keeping that balance and that essence that is Mario. Um, I know it's got to be hard for them and hard for the developers. So I, I like what I saw. Um, I thought it was really neat and really cool. And so I, you know, I'm I'm down to I'm down to play with you guys for sure. <laughs> down to clown. Down to clown, Le- baby. Last thing I'll mention about it is that the Wonder Flower is what brings a lot of these really crazy things to Mario. So a couple other things that they showed is where it might just totally tilt the screen, like a full like 45 degrees. So that's gonna completely change how you run through some of the levels. Uh, sometimes it even showed that it might turn Mario into a Goomba. I mean, I don't know if that means you can't like that. jump that cool. and do all the same <laughs> stuff. Like, I don't know what that really means. But maybe the coolest part, and this is very hard to describe without seeing it in video. One of the things that a Wonder Flower might do is when you get it, it changes the perspective. So you're so used to seeing Mario 2D where Mario is just running from left to right, right? And Mario's facing sideways. This changes it where all of a sudden Mario... It's almost like his feet are sticking into the screen and it's a bird's eye view of him, but the level itself stays the same. So all the enemies are still like two dimensional that way. And it's now like you're controlling Mario from a bird's eye view where normally he would like fall down, but instead it's like his feet are stuck into the screen with gravity boots. It's kind of goofy, but I'm really curious to see how they play with it. Yeah, I like all the stuff that they're doing on this, man. Honestly, like I'm pretty excited for this game. I, I know my wife is super excited. Like I, I, I've not, I can't remember the last time I was really excited for a Mario game. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like all of them. I played almost all of them. This is not to slander Mario. I'm just saying like, I don't know that I've ever been like hyped for one, you know, like, like wonder is drawing my attention. Yeah, I, it's definitely high on my anticipation list. So I hope that we'll get a chance oh, to play it. We didn't even talk about the, the fact that, that they have badges, which are like badges, a skill yeah. tree in this game. Like, yes, <laughs> man, keep giving me the flavor. Like, I oh, yeah, like this right? stuff, man. What's Backgrounds? That? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can unlock all these different badges and you can only activate one at a time, but they'll give you different power-ups. Like one enables wall jumping. Another one lets you charge up your jump, which again is a callback to Mario 2. Oh, you press wow, and hold yeah. down and then you start flashing and you can jump high. 
you know, stuff like that seems really neat to me. So I'm really curious to see what they do with badges. And I think that's also going to keep gameplay fresh. That's good. And then, and then anyone, uh, before Paul carries on, cause I know he doesn't want to hear this. <laughs> Paul has an amazing Mario impersonation there. So Dude, oh, anyone yeah. who hasn't I, I don't listened to the Squadcast, oh. you guys missed out. But Paul's got a killer Mario, just so you know. Do I? Do I, Ryan? Yes, it's so oh, good. Boy. Might it, even it, hear it did Mario somehow beat you out. Introduce the show at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Try to do that without sounding stereotypical with uh, Italians. It's it's a it's a tall order. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go ahead and take our break, and we'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, we have returned. Next up, this might be my favorite story of the week. I, I love talking about the day before. All right, so Josh, you and I have talked about this game a lot ever since it got announced. It was revealed two years ago. This game has been such a roller coaster. We got this announcement trailer that looked really good. Josh, you and I even kind of trolled it and said it looks too good. Yep. We think everything in this trailer is highly scripted. This, I, I specifically said this has a huge whiff of we're faking it for the trailer. We don't even really have a game yet. And uh, I said that I was cautiously optimistic because it looked so good. This was the most wishlisted game ever on Steam oh, wow. when it was first announced. Like, that's how much people were into it. It's a zombie MMO. It's a post-apocalyptic America. So far, so good, right? Sounds awesome. Then over time, this has just turned into the weirdest story. So they are an indie studio, and it turns out they are relying largely on unpaid volunteers to make this game, <laughs> which should really worry anybody. Uh, we, call those, they, we call those interns in the biz, interns. Paul. <laughs> yeah, unpaid, unpaid interns. And then they also came out and said that they switched engines. There were multiple delays. They ripped out features. We got new footage, which was just people oh, walking around. Like, bad. they literally weren't even doing anything. <laughs> no, there it was, was just some a walking gunplay, simulator. but remember the gunplay was garbage. It was like, it was like, <laughs> shoot a zombie, and then three seconds later, the zombie starts shuffling at you. Oh, gosh. And it, it, was, it was abysmal. Then, then we learned that they forgot to trademark the name, if you remember. Oops. So, like, that was, that was another delay. Now it turns out that uh, they might be changing the name of the game and it's supposed to release in two months, Josh. I mean, this game's been delayed so many times already, and I can't believe that they're now considering a name change. It looks like they filed to trademark the name. What was it? Day, Day World? Day yeah, World. Day World. <laughs> but 
as everyone points out, just Google Dayworld. It's already the name of a book series. Yeah. So people are like, I don't even know if they can call this game Dayworld either. Games, you know. Yeah. What's going on with this? Dude. This went from like the most anticipated game ever to literally a laughing stock in such a short amount of time. I can't believe it. Uh, it's this, these poor developers. I, I mean, there's a part of me that's like they brought it on themselves, so they kind of deserve it. But I also yes. don't want anybody to go through like, <laughs> you know, this this sucks for them at the same time. So this has just been news story after news story and none of them are good i do remember when we covered the actual gameplay reveal and we were like woof man this is not a good looking game this is part of this is like don't make a trailer that looks like one thing if your game is something else like honestly we've all seen it you're scrolling on social media and you see the game where it's like it's got the little rods things and you're trying to free the <laughs> princess oh, yeah, and, you the know pins. and yeah and yeah, yeah you're trying yeah, to yeah. pull the, and then you're like well that game looks neat so then you go to download it it's nothing like that it's, it's like <laughs> yeah literally nothing is the same and you're, you're like it's Wait, a candy crush clone yeah like why did you give me this trailer and give me a completely different game and i feel like that's kind of what the day before has done and it's like well we got zombies and it's like yeah okay, yeah, okay you got zombies they don't do anything no you can shoot them yeah but they don't do anything <laughs> we like, got zombies <laughs> yeah and so this game is a mess Dayworld is a terrible name, by the way. Uh, I don't even know. They, they just felt like they had to have the name, the word day in there because it was the day before. And now it's like day world. And I, this game would have to come out and just blow everybody away for, for this to be like a success story. And I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Typically, typically where, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. With, with the way this has happened and and the just the continual issues and this name change within months before the game's supposed to release <laughs> and then yeah. they have unpaid you know unpaid interns doing this work and and it's just seems like it's all hands on deck for a sinking ship you know there's just i i just i you know it's it's something that i would definitely steer clear of uh for me um i love to shoot zombies because I hate zombies, but <laughs> they, they scare the crap out of me. But uh, apparently it doesn't do anything because they just get up and rattle and shake and nothing happens anyways. So, um, yeah, not a game for me. <laughs> I would say I'm more hyped for Skull and Bones. Like if I had a choice to play, if oh, I had I to play tomorrow, no. either of these games, Skull and Bones all day. Skull and Bones yeah. is going to be great for four or five hours, man. The yeah. day day world uh, is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Careful, they may if change the name again. The name. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, people are people are going to listen to this episode like three weeks later and be like, "What the heck is day, day world? world? What's the day <laughs> world?" Well, did you guys even see what the dispute is over? Do you know what might be taking down the name of this game? It's a oh. calendar app. Yeah. Oh well, my I mean, gosh. Which yeah. is so funny to think that like this calendar app might force this most anticipated game ever to have to change their name but oh man what a mess if only they filed the paperwork like they were supposed to years ago it wouldn't have been an issue that's what happens when you have interns unpaid <laughs> yeah they don't know what they're doing apparently all right well let's go ahead and talk about maybe something we're a little bit more excited about 
Uh, we wanted to talk about a game that has already released in early access called Sunken Land, which I think is a really cool name, by the way. Day before is ter- oh, or the yeah. day after. Day after is terrible. Sunken Land is actually pretty cool. They were going to name it Waterworld, but that name was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> it is Waterworld themed. But Josh, you had shared an article that basically just said that this is Raft meets Rust. Gentlemen, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. All right. This is a survival crafting game with base building. You are fighting off mutants and pirates. You're doing all the survival stuff, exploring, scavenging, crafting, fighting, all that good stuff. What are what are your guys' thoughts on Sunken Land? I I mean, I I out of all of us, I thought Raft was a phenomenal game like i really enjoyed playing raft paul you and i played it together for a long time and then i played it with my daughter all over again um we had and, a lot of fun and honestly i'd play it again because the game's complete now we were playing it in early access when they had hardly anything mm-hmm. um and so when when i see raft which is a game that i really enjoy and then i see rust which is a game that we all love and hate and you're putting them together, <laughs> that's when I just kind of go, well, what's not to like about this? So I watched the video and it's it's rust with like raft. <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> apt description. And I love the fact that, you know, it leans into rust. A lot of the aesthetics are the same with like the weird metal rusty walls. And it's, you know, everything looks like it's kind of cobbled together with scrap pieces and stuff like that. You know, I like the fact that there was fighting of NPCs and and stuff like that. There's the survival elements. I, I mean, the, I didn't really see much that made me go like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of interest in this. Like this game to me looks like it's combining two very good games pretty seamlessly. Nice. There's only one major issue though. There's no PvP. So it's co-op multiplayer. Oh, no. So it is missing that whole idea of oh. raiding in Rust. Why just flip that's the switch. It. Everybody kill yeah. each other. Just yeah. flip the yeah. switch. That's all they got to do. <laughs> I yeah. I still think it looks super fun. I, I mean, Raft too. was just a co-op experience. Raft barely had well, any fighting, at least back when we played it. I remember we we died a couple times fighting a, a oh, boar. Yeah. You got to stab the, the shark and the boar. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there was a little bit. Um, I, I mean, satisfactory is maybe a decent comp where there's no, really no PVP in satisfactory, but it's a co-op right. survival exploration game. And we love that game. So sure. maybe Valheim. this is in the same vein. Like I, I, I'm down to be honest. Like I thought the trailer looked good enough and it gave me the right vibes that I would 100% be interested in giving this a shot. PVP or not. I agree with you, Josh. Like the way, the way the, you know, the trailer kind of showed everything. Um, Man, that that kind of survival, uh, the way it looked, you, you know, these are kind of dime a dozen. They're, it's all, you know, survival, survival games is a survival game. But if we can play together, and it would be nice if we had PvP, but PvE is fine. If it's fun, it's interactive, we have a cool environment, and that's what it looked like it had. So, uh, you know, I'd be I'd be down to play with you guys for sure. Yeah, the the reception has seemed to be pretty good. Everyone seems to agree it's still very rough around the edges, but that there's a lot to be excited for. So I'm not going to go out and buy it right now for 20 bucks. but if they keep adding more and more to it over time, like in the way Rust did, I'll, I'll pick it up down the road, and I would love to play through a campaign like that. There's something to be said for just playing a campaign and finishing the game and moving on to the next one. You know, not every game has to be like live service gaming, well, you know, or a game where you can literally lose 
every ounce of progress you've made after 30 That's hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like V Rising tried to have it both ways where there was yeah. PvP rating, but you also don't lose your base. And that felt really unsatisfying yeah. as well because there were really no stakes involved, uh, you know, if you get my pun. Um, yeah, V Rising was a little bit of a disappointment overall. Yeah, it didn't quite land like we were hoping. So yeah, Sunken Land, it's 20 bucks. It's early access right now. 77% overall rating of out of like almost 5,000 reviews. So it seems like it's got something going for it. Dang. And most of the comments say it's not that it's a bad game. It's just I would hold off for now, but right. it has promise. Yeah. All right. And then to finish out this show, we've got a two for one because these are basically exactly the same story. Bethesda confirmed that Elder Scrolls 6 is in oh, early yeah. development. Oh, right. Why does that excite me more than it should? <laughs> I may be dead before it releases. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this isn't even really news. I so mean, obviously Skyrim. <laughs> you don't you don't just stop making Elder Scrolls after Skyrim. We all knew it was coming. They announced it in 2018. I guess it's about time that they acknowledge that it's in development. Um, but basically, now that Starfield, which clearly was pulling in most of their resources, now that Starfield is out, a lot of their focus is you know going to shift to Elder Scrolls Six. The only thing is, and I hate to throw a bucket of cold water on you here, Ryan, but they say that 2028 is the earliest <laughs> that this game might come out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's five 2028? years down the road. 20, 2028. I, I got to do math here. It's 2023, 24, 26, 27. That's, That's five make you feel years old. from now, Paul. <laughs> the math checks out. Yeah, like think about how old like all your kids will be in five years. I'm, not it worried, seems about, like I'm worried about me. Am I going to have arthritis yeah. by then? <laughs> Josh will be in, in a you know using a walker. Yeah. You want to know what though? Is that 2028 is when the next gen consoles are supposed to release, Ooh. which means Elder Scrolls Six kind of just like punted this entire generation, which is really crazy to think about. Uh, and then like the parallel story to this is basically the same with CD project red. Their focus has been on phantom Liberty, which comes out here later this month. And they said that they have already put 250 developers on the team for the Witcher four. And once phantom Liberty releases, a lot of those people are going to be working on the Witcher. Most people seem to think the Witcher four is also probably five plus years away. Should we even be talking about this guys? <laughs> This I want, is ridiculous. I mean, it's pain. It's, it's pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we you. Like, it's the weirdest news story that's not news. If yeah. you make a game that is hailed as one of the best games ever made, and you sold, I don't know, sixty million copies of it and made a ton of money off of it, there's no one out there that's going to be like, I "Think we're good, guys? Don't really want to make any more money." You know, like, yeah. like of course <laughs> these games are getting sequels. Of course they're getting developed. But at the same time. I'm a fool for it because I hear Elder Scrolls 6 and Witcher 4. <laughs> I kind of get excited inside, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Rightfully so. But, uh, man, that's 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 a long time. Like, remember the days when games would come out like two years yeah. from each other? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you they get a sequel <laughs> within a year or two. You know, obviously, there's a lot more that goes into a game now than the old days. But, 
man, these, these five, eight, 10, 12 year gaps, you know, like when did, when did, uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, Skyrim release 2012? I was going to guess 2013, but we can 12, we can 13, check it. something like that. Like that's, I mean, how many? That's, well, didn't they just do the 10 year anniversary? 2011. So, yeah, I was 2011. Say. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. really, it takes that long to to make a sequel to the game. Like, you, well, why you tap have, one keg if your other keg's still flowing, man? Well, like, shoot, <laughs> they just do like a couple little things. I mean, the modders did all the work for them. They just do a little tweak, and then they re-release the game. Oh, updated eleventh year anniversary. 12th year anniversary. Here you go. Buy another <laughs> yeah. one. Buy another yeah. one. How many did you buy, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> More than I cared to, yeah, to admit. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I just, you know, this is like the worst example of the marshmallow test with the kids. Like, you can eat one now, but if you wait five minutes, you can have both. This is like... Yeah. You can't have anything <laughs> now, and you have to wait five or more years to get this. <laughs> they I, just, I hate it. They better be truly next-gen. Like, honestly, I'm fine waiting yeah. five years, right? Because five, four and a half years from now, five we're going to years. Yeah, we're going to be like, <laughs> guys, I can't believe it's only six months away, but it just better be truly next gen level for these games. Yep. Yeah. I would like to think when you're dealing with properties, whether it's Grand Theft Auto or Elder Scrolls or, you know, Witcher, it's such a cash cow if you're even just competent. But if you keep it good, like it's going to make so much more money in the long run. And I think these companies know it. So yeah, there is a little bit of an element of rushing. I think Starfield, we still see some things that could use some work, yeah. like the map system yeah. and you know, some cosmetic <laughs> uh, bugs. Uh, uh, maps, maps. Uh. <laughs> but in any case, hey, at least there's a lot of excitement about these games, right in particular. So I think you've got, let's see, five years. So you're talking like probably oh, 16, 1700 days minimum oh until gosh. you get to play it, Ryan. Oh my gosh. My son knows, he's, he's seven now, but he knows, he knows the Elder Scrolls music. Um, and then like, uh, it's one of my favorite games ever, the Elder Scrolls series. And then the Witcher series, when I had a knee surgery in 2017, um, Witcher 3 just came out and i played that for a million hours i couldn't move i couldn't walk it was summer I, that's all i did for like a month so i have both of these series are near and dear to my heart and to think i'm gonna have to wait that long it's it's gonna suck but at least i got starfield so i'm just gonna buckle down and uh go into the vr world <laughs> Well, if you're going to pop any ACLs or anything, try to try to time it five years from now, Ryan, and then you'll, you'll have plenty of time to play. That's the plan. Break a hip, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that wraps up this week in gaming. As a reminder, please hit the follow button so you get all our episodes and also go check out the Patreon perks and support options at MultiplayerSquad.com. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See everybody.